It is Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. This is a special edition of Football Today. That is Bobby Skinner from Talking Giants. I am Chris Rose, producer Mikey along for the ride as well. And Bobby texted me late on Monday night after that crazy Monday nighter in New Jersey. Jets beat the Bills in overtime. He's like, we got to do a special edition. We got to do a special. So here is your special edition, Bobby Skinner. Wait a you got pool in this company. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a workaholic and I I'm afraid of missing any moment. So hopefully I'm not like, hey, the you know, the the Chiefs backup guard got injured. Let's do a pod on it. But I felt like this was one of those moments where it was okay to do. I mean, Chris, it was just like sh- like we we said yesterday on the preview when I was like, I'm kind of buying into the Jets. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people will be like, Oh, it's the Jets. There's always gonna be a way to be the Jets. And I'm like, that's not real life. And you're like, yeah, but it just happens. And it ha- happened. I mean, this is the most anticipated Jets season since when, right? And Aaron Rodgers didn't ha- doesn't have a single yard as a New York Jet in year one. As he will he will go down as not having one yard as a New York Jet to, to start his career. Yeah, it's crazy that uh, Josh Allen has more completions to the Jets than Aaron Rodgers will the entire season. So it is strange. we got to talk about both quarterbacks. we got to but we will start this show by talking about the way that it ended. Here we go in overtime. The Jets hold the Bills. They have to punt. And that's when the fun started. Blockers in front at the 40, at the Bills 30, inside the 20. Stutter steps to the 10. Unbelievable stuff there from Xavier Gibson, who became one of the stars of Hard Knocks. You know, an undrafted kid, worked his way on the team undersized speedy we heard how much robert sala loved him how much aaron Rodgers loved him all sorts of stuff and to see him finish it off was just like the perfect ending to the story i hate to like rain on it though but as the jets fan are you even happy like Mm. like that happens you celebrate the kick return for a touchdown and stuff and you enjoy that little moment but it within like 20 minutes i feel like that all goes away right i mean because i mean this like i said the most anticipated season and it's over mm-hmm. like they can maybe sneak in the playoffs and stuff they've got a really good defense we saw that last night but you they are not a super bowl contender there's no quarterback out there that can make them super bowl contender um and i just don't see with the way the quarterbacks are in the afc that this defense is that elite to just carry them to a super bowl like they're it's over okay well let me get back to your point that you said, could you even enjoy it? And it's one of the things I thought about immediately. So I texted Vinny Pasquantino, the first baseman of the Kansas City Royals, who is as big a Jets fan as anybody I know. Okay, I'm just telling you, that's all he wants to talk about. He didn't want to talk about baseball. He wants to talk about his New York Jets, whom he flies around the country and goes and sees their games. When that when the Royal season is over, the minute that's done, he's doing two things. He's getting ready for his wedding in December, and he is flying to every Jets game that he can. And I texted him. I said, wouldn't you give back tonight's win just to have a chance that Rodgers would come back this year? He's like, of course I would. He goes, but I'm really, really hoping and praying that it's the best thing. I was like, dude, it's over. And I sent him the clip of Salah saying, basically, yeah, it's it's not looking good here. And he's like, Fuck. So, yeah, I think that probably, you know how you feel after your team wins? Like you carry that for a few days and then you start thinking about your next week's game. You're right. I think it washed off within three minutes. 
and I feel bad. I I truly do feel bad for oh, Jets me fans. Too. And like, like I wasn't rooting for them to like be great or anything. You know, I there's not like there's always like a natural rivalry between New York teams, even though it's not a real rivalry. So I wasn't like rooting for them or anything. But like, that's as heartbreaking as it gets for a team to have all all the off like they were the it was the off season of the New York Jets, and I mean within minutes totally ends you know and again i know they're gonna try and be like hey we can we got a good defense zach wilson has improved a little bit but you go look at just like what the spreads will be for the rest of the year they'll be at seven and ten and that's if zach wilson doesn't have disaster games against other teams like they have they have a very tough schedule they have to play the afc west they have to play the nfc east with the eagles and cowboys defenses um you know like Again, and that was like giving them every win against like the Broncos and the Raiders and stuff, which they're going to be capable of losing with that offense, you know. And there's already like, I just saw minutes ago, Rose, that someone's already leaking out to you know Diana Rossini and Zach Rosenblatt of the Athletic that Rogers never liked the cut blocks because it wasn't able to let him extend the play, and he got injured on that play. You know, there was issues mm-hmm. about it all throughout summer, so they're already having like whether it's Aaron Rodgers or whoever is already leaking stuff out to the media, like this could get ugly quick for them. It can. Um, Real quickly, let's hit on Rodgers because at the time we're taping the show, it isn't official. We expect it to become official later today. And I'm sure by the time this thing airs, there's a possibility, you know, he redid his deal. He gave back 35 million and he said, I want to be a jet for more than one year. He's like, this is more than a one year buy-in for me. Do you think that he wants to come back at age 40 rehabbing an injured Achilles with as much opportunity as he's going to have out there? Like, do you think that we will just get four snaps of him wearing the cool Jets helmet? I'd be I'd be shocked. Um, he is a competitor and he I mean, he came here. He came to the Jets to win and a year was cut off of that and. A year of rehab it sucks, right? Like that, you know, athletes talk about how much rehab, like it really just sucks doing that day in, day out. But I mean, he didn't become great because he's not a competitor and not as hard a worker as anybody. Um, but it, it to me it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the rest of this Jets team. Like, does it do are they a team that sneaks into the playoffs and with their defense, or are they a team that unravels? Okay. So let's because play this out. If it unravels, like, dude, dude, does is Hackett gone? Does Salah make it? Which I don't. I wouldn't fire Salah if, 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 at all, no. unless unless it got really, really bad. But like, but again, Bobby, they're already leaking stuff out about the offense with Hackett, and we, I get no it. one. I don't think anyone like Hackett besides Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that that part of the equation I understand, and I think that has to play itself out. But yesterday, I told you they started the season seven and four a year ago, seven and four. With the, we don't you think that Zach Wilson's going to be at least incrementally better this year, right? Yes or no? A little. I mean, okay. but we, but they, I mean, they beat the Bills last year, right? I, I know they and, did. It, I, it took Josh Allen. You know, we'll talk about. I want to talk about Josh Allen too because I thought that was like an immature game from him. Um, but look at who they're playing though. Like, like I, I, I get all that, but they were seven and four at one point last year. I don't know how. And then they lost six straight to finish the season, and that was with bottom three quarterback play. I think it's possible that Wilson gets a little bit better. You don't think a guy like a a Colt McCoy, um, 
I don't believe Matt Ryan would come out of the booth. I just uh, Zach Wilson's better than Matt Ryan. I don't. I, he's he's shot. He's done. Right. Everybody's living in the. Well, we just saw Tom Brady. Tom Brady can play. That one's not happening. Right. Yeah. Everyone's throwing out like all the vets names. I I almost think it's just for the interaction now that you can get paid for Twitter. Like the name that's going to happen is either Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. or like you said, Colt McCoy. Or, or some other random guy that we don't really aren't that familiar with. Okay, so it's not going to be Matt Ryan, Nick Foles, or Tom Brady. Well, the fun the fun one is that they'll trade for Jameis. <laughs> Hello, I mean, Bobby. Jameis is still a bad quarterback. So it's like they're, they're like look at this schedule, and and that's a guy who gets to learn the whole offense and stuff. Like, I mean, look at the next three games: the Cowboys, the Patriots, the Chiefs. Are you picking them to win any of those games? No, I mean, I, no, I wouldn't. They, they, then they get the Broncos, the the Nathaniel Hackett Bowl. Let's say they win that one, two and four. They have the Eagles the next week, not winning that game, two and five. You get the Giants. That's a game they can win. And then the Chargers. I mean, they, they play the they play the Bills again, the Dolphins twice. Like their schedule is easier in that last like five six games of the year, but it can almost kind of be over at that point too. Right, right. It could be. Yeah, that listen, the Jets defense was phenomenal. As good as it was last year, the one thing it didn't do was force turnovers. I think they were 29th or something in turnovers. And last night they got four, courtesy of Josh Allen. So, you know, they're gonna have to play, they're gonna have to win games 16-13, right? I mean, that's the way they're gonna have to win if they win at all. But that is asking an awful lot. Unless they get, you know, Brees Hall to average 12 yards a carry like he did last night, and somehow Dalvin Cook you know, reverts back to his old form. Like that's what they need to do is just re- like run the run the rock. Like let's even run if it's not working, tea. run the rock. Wing T, baby. Let's go uh, for it. Let's just scrap everything else and go for it. It's the issue is those like that gets you in third down and like that's do you trust Zach Wilson on third down? Like uh, I I mean you saw the Mannings last night where just like what is this what is this guy doing? You know, he had the interception, other plays where he's running backwards. Like it didn't turn into that disaster last night, but you're gonna have those disaster games like and hopefully for the Jets the disaster games don't happen against the Broncos and stuff the the games that you can win which can very much happen well to be honest with you I think this is the worst thing to happen to Zach Wilson if a year from now Rodgers had gotten injured in week one I think he would have been so much better off six weeks of camp and mini camps is not enough for Zach Wilson to see how it's all done he needed to see an entire season of Aaron Rodgers playing in front of him, of playing great football, of leading a team through tough times. He needed all of that in order to rebuild himself into possibly being a credible quarterback. Now all he got was mini camp, training camp, a few preseason games where he's Aaron Rodgers' boy and having fun on hard knocks. But now all of a sudden, did you see his eyes last night? Like there were times where he looked like a rookie again. You did this show last year with CJ Uzoma. You obviously have sources and stuff. They threw him away. Like they threw him under the bus, which was very weird to have him still on this team. Because even like don't like he was if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, you it wasn't like he was going to train him and oh, then hand off the reins to Zach Wilson because his contract would have expired and you can't pick up his fifth year option. Um, like, is there, do you think there's still any of that? I mean, cause I had never seen a quarterback get like shunned by his own coaching staff in the locker room like that. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of other examples where 
may not been happy with quarterback play, but they just like they just basically it was like an organizational decision, like that. Not just we're benching you, we don't like you. Because I mean, you don't do that to a second year quarterback that you draft a second overall if it's not personal. Right. Well, what CJ told us on the podcast when when Wilson kind of went off in the public that one day, he said he listen. He texted him last night that night and was like, "We got to talk. We got to clean this up here." CJ's a very positive person. He's a, part of the reason I think he got paid is because of who he is and what he's about. You know, he's he's not Travis Kelsey on the field, so he needs to be able to do other things, play special teams, be a good teammate, be a guy that can talk to teammates. And he did that. And he said that Zach made a big impression on guys when he apologized to everybody. And I think that enough guys had been around the league long enough to know Hey, when you are the guy as a number two overall pick, and particularly in New York, there's times where it's going to get to you. And I think that they were willing to get past that. I think that I think that the players were willing to get past that is the way I read it. Now, the coaching staff, I'm not so sure. What they're, happens they're, when you're one and three, though? I, I get it. I get it. This is going to be really, really tough. And in this city in particular, whoo, look out. It's going to be, oh. I feel for you, Jets fans. Can I tell you? I, I want to tell you one thing, one story, okay? I have a dear Jets fan who's in his mid-50s, okay? So he hasn't – I don't – Yeah, he was alive for Super Bowl three, but he was a baby. He was just out of the womb. And I texted him last night, I'm so sorry. He is out of the country. He said, I woke up to texts of Aaron Rodgers and what happened. He said I was he sent me a screenshot of a text chat that he was having with another good friend of his who's a huge Jets fan. And his friend wrote in the text. I hope that Rodgers doesn't tear his Achilles on the wet turf in game one. He wrote that before the game. And I was like, Lowell, that's the most fucked up text I've ever read. And sure enough, that's what happened. Yeah, I I just I just think chaos is gonna. I I think even if it's not like again, this it's not even noon, and we've already got like fingers being pointed at Nate Hackett for running the the plays with the with the cut blocks. Um, here I want to get back on on the Jet side for two things. One, kind of a good deal by Joe Douglas. They get their first back their first round or back turns into a second round pick, so they get their first rounder for next year. Mm-hmm. Which they didn't really give up. Like so, now the the deal is two seconds, a six, and then the pick swap of three picks last in last year's draft. So they didn't give up a ton for Rogers, and you're gonna get them next year, I'd assume. And also, I, I this drove me nuts. It's because it's the second time it's happened in four days. You're in the TV business. Why do people keep adding asterisks to wins? Did you hear that last night on the broadcast where the the referee analyst came on and was like, "Yep, this are an, there's an asterisk on this because." Uh, there was a, a missed tripping call on the punt return. I did not hear that from him. I mean, all I heard was the missed tripping call. I was kind of doing some other stuff, but yeah, Tarico did it, and then yeah, the, I know Tarico did it. That the was surprising. Analyst did it. Why do they no. keep doing that? There are first of all, there are no asterisks. There's no such thing as an asterisk in these. You play. You sometimes you get screwed by calls. It sucks. It's stupid. I wish that was a reviewable play. Because if I were a Bills fan, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed about a few other things, but I'd be upset about that. And certainly, 
dating back to the Lions Chiefs, for goodness sakes. I mean, Mike is one of the top in the business, and that was – I think if he could have retweeted and had a mulligan, he would do it again. I think I agree. Like, Mike Tirico, give him some grace. He's one of the best in the game. Let him get over. How, after seeing that reaction, does the a referee's analyst, like, know, one, know your role, mm. <laughs> come mm. on and, and do that three days after Mike Tirico got just slaughtered for doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Um. So that, no, that was, was that was good. brutal. All right, let's move on to the Bills side of things. I, I have one more thing, though. One more yes, thing. Yes, go. We can't. I can't mention the name because we have sponsors. It's, it was a different company. Did you see the promotion that a, a betting company used for an over under for Aaron Rodgers to get people to sign up of oh, one and a half, half yard? yard? Yes, I did. <laughs> didn't get, I did. get the half yard. I did. I did, I did. It was um, like those are like, ah, oh, it's free money. Like, oh, he's of course gonna get that. Didn't even get a yeah. that's I'd love I, to know the most somebody lost on that one. That's, oh my uh, god. Uh, they probably capped the bet on that. All right, so let's move over to the Bills side. And if you're a Bills fan, you're sick to your stomach today. I mean, just you have no idea. You wanted to, you expected to go in there and just win anyway, right? Everybody's talking about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. You're like, we're gonna come in and kick their ass. We're ready. They looked terrible on offense in particular, just all over the place. And Josh Allen, here's the Bills quarterback after a four-turnover performance. I, I hurt our team tonight. I cost our team tonight. And it feels really similar to last year, and I hate that it's the same. He's talking about his performance last year in the Meadowlands, which was not good either. Um, Okay, does he have to clean his shit up here, or is he just Brett Favre part two and we have to accept it? I was shocked. I was shocked because after what happened to them last year and the way things ended, well, they're they're obviously they're still a good team. They're going to win a lot of games. Josh Allen's going to put up a ton of stats. But the way this season ended with the, you know, to losing the playoffs and realizing and learning the way defenses are changing the way they play these big arm quarterbacks. Like Mahomes adjusted. Like go look at Mahomes' average depth of target. It's lower. It's one of the lowers in the league because he gets played differently. I saw Benjamin Solak of the Ringer, like, say this and I thought he had the perfect description. It was an immature loss for the Bills. That was an image that was that was just flat out immature what they did. I mean those three interceptions, specifically the first two that were down the field, the Jets didn't throw anything complex at them. It wasn't like Josh Allen got tricked. Like one of my favorite things to go and look at in the NFL is their interceptions because there's so much that goes into it. And you'd like a, a great interception is, is like, hey, they tricked this quarterback into it. It's beautiful. These were simply just like, hey, I'm going to throw this ball as far as I can, and I'm going to trust my guys going to beat it, and into double coverage with the center field safety. Like it wasn't, there was nothing complex of what the Jets did on the set on on the first two. The third one still wasn't great, even though he was trying to get some timing on it. And then the fumble on that last drive, another careless thing. Like I think immature is the best way to describe that. So he's got nearly 40 turnovers in his last 19 games. That is rough, man. Now I don't know how, how old are you. 31. Okay, so you didn't you didn't do you remember Favre when Oh he, yeah, Favre was like my favorite too, okay, which was okay. as gunslinger and reckless as it is, but right. You got you got to rein that in sometimes too. Especially well, especially in the way today's NFL is played. But Favre never did. I mean, even even when he's 40 years old in the NFC Championship game for the Minnesota Vikings, he's still throwing it to the middle of the field, right? When he shouldn't be. So he never learned, but we just kind of all laughed it off as like, ha, that's that Southern boy gunslinger, and he wins three MVPs, and he got to a couple Super Bowls and all that stuff, so we'd laugh it off. 
But with Josh Allen in today's game where every quarterback is so good, particularly in his conference, he cannot afford to do this. He can't. He has to, at some point, grow up. And he just he feels so much more mature than Brett Favre ever did. Yeah, like, that's what just, I was going to say is like Brett Favre has got like a little bit of, like you said, a little bit of that dumb to him where like I don't see that in Allen. And like I said, it was just I, I could after all this offseason, like going and doing a self scout of what they're doing. And, and I put a little bit on the coaching staff, too, with Ken Dorsey and stuff like I understand you guys want to create explosives, but you got to you you drafted Dalton Kincaid to, you know, get through that. Right. They really they sorely missed Cole Beasley. And I know it sounds crazy that this big tight end, but Cole, like Kincaid was kind of drafted to be the Cole Beasley replacement to keep them on schedule. Um, but like Allen was trying to be a super, like a superhero last night. I mean, even like he was not pressured very much yet. He still was one of the most sacked and hit quarterbacks because he wasn't getting the ball out with timing and stuff. Um, yeah. Like I said, like I thought that was, I mean, they, the, all they had to do was not screw up majorly four different times and they win that game and they that's exactly what they did was lost it that way and it drives me nuts that he's still trying to run over everybody there are so many times he could just zing out of bounds instead he cuts it back inside no well, he jumped, trying ball. to jump over two guys on third and ten uh, with five yards to go it just doesn't make any sense don't give me this whole well that's what makes josh josh and a competitor no man enough enough because big boys crumble too i mean just I, I don't know what I don't know what it's going to take. This isn't year two. This is year six for him. Year six. And he has peaked. His peak game was the divisional round playoff loss against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, where we thought he had put them back into the AFC title game with 13 seconds to go. And then I still don't know how the Chiefs made it all the way down for a Butker field goal. But that was his peak moment, in my opinion. I know he had made it further the year before, but. That was the Josh Allen moment where we all went, okay, this is it. And since then, there has just been some weird stuff that's gone on. I don't know. I mean, they're still going to be fine, but I want to see him refine himself on the fly. I want to see if he can be a little self-aware. Little, yeah, little. they and he has to because, like I said, they're going to win a lot of games. He's going to have amazing stats at by the end of the year, even if he stays with this mindset because yeah. you're not going to face the Jets' defense every single week. Um, but – the standard for them is Super Bowl, and you you're not going to beat teams that are when the playoffs when they are dialed in. Like defenses are just it's a different level of football that defenses are dialed into in those playoff games, and you're going to see what happened versus the Bengals last year, which yep. you know the Bengals offensive line was beat up and went there and and took care of them. Like so, Mahomes has adjusted to the way the NFL plays him. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Burrow has like Allen's kind of got to do that, and I and I. Hope he does because I really do like the Bills and want to see them have some su success. Um, but yeah, like if if you're a Bills fan, you're, it's like, man, what what did you guys self scout this year? Because it's like Josh Allen said himself, it's the same stuff, different plays. Uh, my cohorts at NFL Network, Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero, Roger suffered a complete tear of the left Achilles. So we will get that in before we bid adieu. Uh, Thirty seconds left. Give me a Jets final record. Seven and ten. Just to be different, I'll go eight nine. <laughs> which which of the nine giant Jets Giants uh, primetime games are you looking forward to over the rest of the season? The ones that get um, shifted out. 
Yeah, I'm, those I'm, are the I'm, ones I'm hoping for some. I mean, you don't think that the the people at Amazon are already panicked? They have to give like a thirty day heads up on this uh, Thursday night. You don't think they've already X'd out week seventeen in Cleveland? Uh, we're gonna pull that Jets Browns game if you don't mind. We're gonna put it back to Sunday. If you're Which okay. I hate. I feel like Thursday night football is made for bad football. I'm, I'm right. Uh, we are back at it again on Friday, unless we have some sort of alarming news that we will get to on a Wednesday or a Thursday. For producer Mikey and Bobby Skinner of Talking Giants World, I am Chris Rose. We will catch you later this week on Football Today.